everybody. Happy Thursday. I am coming on to give you guys chapter 13 of the book Crushing by T.D. Jakes. It has been a couple weeks uh, since I've shared on chapter 12. So we're going to get right into chapter 13. I'm going to share a quote that is um, in the beginning of this chapter. And it says, the heart, like the grape, is prone to delivering its harvest in the same moment that it appears to be crushed. And that is a quote by Roger Housden. And I'm sorry, let me let you guys, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, what I have been doing, I've been going chapter by chapter in the book of Crushing by T.D. Jakes, giving some um, uh, parts of the book, giving my own thoughts on what I've gotten out of it. And I've just been coming on and sharing with you guys to give you you know a little bit of insight on the book if you're deciding to read it so you can you know get a little um beforehand knowledge of see if you want to read the book and just you know hear my thoughts on it okay so i generally share some parts of the book so i'll begin with this wine tastings facilitate conversation among guests a true group experience while allowing them to each enjoy their individual sips of the festivities offerings. Now, this chapter is going to uh, highlight a, 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 you know, the experience of being at a wine tasting event. And it's going to also highlight the Last Supper that uh, Jesus had with his disciples. Okay, and the title of this podcast is going to be, It's Time to Talk with God. Okay. And so let's continue. These events were celebratory in nature, each of them representing a moment of Jewish history when God had something miraculous on when God had done something miraculous on behalf of his children, excuse me. Okay? And so it goes on to tell how the children of Israel would celebrate seven different feasts. And those uh, seven different ones was the feast of Passover the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the Feast of First Fruits, the Feast of Weeks, which is Pentecost, the Feast of Trumpets, which is Rosh Hashanah, the Day of Atonement, which is Yom Kemper, and the Feast of Tabernacles. And uh, T.D. Jakes shared this because he wants the reader to get an uh, you know, in-depth understanding of what he is, what this chapter is uh, speaking on. You know, it's basically, you know, you've been through your crushing season, you're still going through it, but you're getting towards the end because chapter 13 is, we got two more chapters. So it's 15 chapters in the book. So chapter 13, it's like, okay, you've, you've been going through this process. There's been stuff that's been, you know, that should have been, you know, removed from your life. Things that you have had to let go of processes that you had to go through to see you know what God is trying to get to what he's trying to remove so everybody's situation is going to be different everybody's crushing season is going to be different the time frame is going to be different okay everybody is not going to go through a one year two year three year because each of us are different you know we have different issues we've had different things happen to in our lives to us so for me it may have taken me 12 years to go through something somebody else it might take them only six months so it depends on what god is trying to remove and trying to replace okay so i'm this is my question that i'm asking if you've been following along you know and you know that you've been going through a crushing season or you are um 
you know, trying to figure out what are you going through? Okay, is this a crushing season? You know, how do you feel thus far? How, um, what have you learned throughout this process? You know, um, has it taught you anything? You know, because most of the time when we are feeling like we are either being tested, you know, somebody says, oh, I'm being tested. Okay, that may just be a crushing season. There's something that needs to be broken off from your life. And it's not always going to be people. It's something that may have happened that you haven't really gotten to the root of and you're just keep letting it just linger there instead of dealing with it. Okay. So, and I, this is one of my notes as well. It says, this chapter is teaching its reader that while you're process, while you're in the process of being crushed, you, um, Lord, I can't read my own handwriting. Okay. So yeah. So while you're being crushed, it may have, it may seem hard. It may be hard, but your outlook should always remain positive. Okay. It's a learning experience. You know, this is, um, this process, this experience, God is trying to get you to a, your better life. Okay. He's trying to get you to another level. So there's stuff, there's situations, there are people, there are places that you can't go into your next level with. So what are those? How has the process been for you? Where do you think God is trying to take you to? Okay, so I'm going to share something else in the book again. And it says, I suspect Israel celebrated God's fulfillment of his purposes to them at least seven times during the year because it doesn't take much to burst into spontaneous praise of the master. From my own experience, all I have to do is remember the times when I, when I had no electricity or running water in the house. Those times when I just knew that it was the end for me and my family. It was then when I find myself standing with lifted hands singing a song of spontaneous praise or crying with tears running down my face. If you caught me at the right moment, you probably would have seen all three. Okay, so this is a thing. Like I was already saying before, this is a process. Okay, it's a process. It, it doesn't have to be a hard process. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. If you know that the end result is going to be good, you know, because just like the paragraph I just read, you know, T.D. Jake's words, you know, there were times in his life, you see where he's at now, but there were times in his life when he didn't have any any electricity, any running water. Okay. But he still believed God was going to bring him through. Yes. At that time, at that particular time. It may have not seemed that way, you know, because when we're going through something, it's going to seem hard. It's going to not be a positive experience. It's like you don't want to go through that type of stuff, you know, but you're going, but you want to remember, you know, okay, even though this has happened, even though that had happened, God still brought me through. This is the same thing. You're being crushed. You're going through your wilderness. Remember those times when, you know, you were going through something else. God still brought you through. Okay, so he's trying to get you to remember those previous times when you were in a trying situation and you still got through those times. Okay, back to the book. If the master venture was celebrating Israel while Israel was celebrating him, then I believe he throws the most lavish party in response to you becoming what he has labored for you to become. And this is still talking about uh, the wine tasting, you know, having a, a, you know, an experience of, um, you know, 
if, if you're a wine drinker, you know, I hear people talking about all the time. I've watched TV shows and, you know, people like, oh, this wine is good or that wine is good. It's like a, you know, an experience for them that they're enjoying it, you know, now crushing is not that enjoyable. Yes. But, you know, this is, uh, the, um, uh, Lord, what is it? he's trying to, you know, make a comparison here, which I do understand it. Um, but at this point, because if you're at chapter 13, you've been through your previous chapters, this chapter is where you should be in celebratory mode because you've gotten through the previous times. Okay. So at this point in your crushing, okay, six months in, a year in, two years in if you're looking back and you say okay i've been through all of this and i'm still here you should be in celebratory mode i believe that's what the connection he's trying to do here okay so instead of you laboring to yield a harvest the husband man did all the work in cultivating you upon harvesting our lord upon harvesting you he began crushing and fermenting you so that you would be more As you move beyond your crushing and fermenting, God then begins setting the table. And this will not be a normal wine tasting done on a Saturday evening with a group of friends. The master is celebrating you, the completion of the labor he has performed in you, and the investment he has placed within you. Okay? Only those who are in covenant with God, those who are righteous by the blood of Jesus, may RSVP to the invitation to meet with him behind the veil. Traveling beyond the inner court and arriving in the holiest of holies, you have direct access to the king of all creation. Okay? And this is one of the notes that I put here. It says, your crushing is your process, no one else. Okay, so this is why it's just going to be a... um, a seat at the table with just you and God. It's a conversation you're going to have with just you and him. Okay, wine tastings are always a group of people. The Last Supper was Jesus and his disciples. This is just a one-on-one interaction, okay? And the questions I have here is, what did you learn? What did God show you? So many times we try to implement others into our process. This is an individual experience between you and God. This is why you may be feeling isolated okay because your crushing is not going to involve anyone else this is a one-on-one thing okay yes you can share your experience with others but this is an individual crushing season okay you're going to have to go through this individual process by yourself you and god okay because the wrong person in your ear may you know get you out of where god is trying to take you to Okay, and I uh, another one of my notes, it says God is trying to move you forward. The interactions with the wrong people may and will set you back. Okay, your crushing is temporary, but you have to allow the process. Okay, and then back into the book, it says this is the beckoning of an eternal God who anticipates the arrival of one he so dearly loves you, his fruit having descended into the depths like Christ after being crushed, experience the inner court fermentation. Now, however, that grape no longer exists. Something else has taken its place. The grape is now wine, 
having risen with new life in a new form like Christ. As a result, the veil that has always stood between the venture and the grapes no longer exists between the king and his wine. Okay, so we are the grapes. Okay, and the wine is the result of our crushing. Okay, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, so David's tabernacle, like Christ's time in the tomb and our time in fermentation, was temporary. Okay, temporary. God got through it. I'm sorry, David got through it, and Christ got through it. Yes, Christ, uh, Jesus Christ had to give his life, he had to go onto that cross. But we all know once he got off of that cross and he went into the tomb, he came out. Okay, he was risen again. Okay, um, still in the book, in God's presence, there is eternal life in which we exist as his wine. In his presence, we experience the intimacy and communion he sought to enjoy with us ever since the fall of man. In God's presence, we fully grasp who and what we truly are through the resurrection of Christ. In effect, the master venter has carried us through our outer court crushing and inner court refinement and, and, and into a holiest of holies for eternity. And I want to point out, if you guys haven't already figured it out, the master venter is God. Okay. Um, Jesus did not arrive at the mercy seat, mercy seat, if I could talk, through the temporary blood of animals. All at once, Jesus was born... Lord Jesus was both the sacrifice that was crushed and our high priest. Therefore, the blood he sprinkled upon the mercy seat and the eternal tabernacle was his own in a foretaste of what we would <clears throat> become after he transformed us. In essence, Jesus brought his own wine to the intimate tasting at God's table. Okay, the my notes I just put said Christ went through the ultimate crushing. Okay. And we all should know that story of how he was ultimately crushed, okay? And he still, you know, got the victory. So this is a thing. I know I've said this many times before. Your crushing is not a bad thing. It may appear that way, you know, because us, many of us, we don't want to leave a place that we are comfortable with. We don't want to leave people that we are, that have been comfortable with. But if they are blocking our growth, and blocking God's will in your life, he's going to crush you so you can realize, okay, maybe there's something that I need to change up. Okay, maybe there's some people I need to get away from. You know, maybe where I'm at right now isn't where I'm supposed to be. Okay? Back to the book. When it comes to what God has done in our lives, the transformation through which he has taken us and what we are called to, it is important that we remove from our minds the stages of old. There is nothing wrong with remembering how the Father has carried you. However, we often have a penchant for clinging to the past at the expense of our futures. Now that we are wine, we cannot afford to continue thinking like grapes, remaining in the outer court and not pressing on to greater things. Okay, and I, my notes that I put down here, it says new creation, renewed mind, renewed spirit, renewed soul, renewed heart. You know, you want to be renewed as you're going through this crushing season, okay? This crushing process. 
back to the book. In this festival, it's not only a reuniting of our father with his children, but also a modern coming together of the wine and bread in a celestial upper room experience, reminiscent of what Jesus did in that last supper with his disciples. It all comes full circle now. The symbolic parts and sacred pieces of the tabernacle in the Old Testament. The reality of the incarnation of Jesus became human in order to suffer for our sins, die on the cross, and rise again. And the crushing you have experienced in your own life in order to become the precious holy wine fit for a king. Okay. And oh my goodness, this is a long chapter. Okay, still in the book. As we embrace being God's new creation in Christ, as we grow accustomed to living as his holy wine, then we begin experiencing new levels of joy, peace, contentment, purpose, and satisfaction. We know that everything we have been through is more than worth it because God has used it all, wasting nothing to bring us to the point in our lives where we are now. Your crushing is not the end, it's only the beginning, okay? Where they once had no hope of ever being granted an audience with the Holy God, all of that changed when they, were embr- when they embraced Christ as their Lord and Savior. They went from being illegitimate to being heirs, from prodigal to passionate, and from hopeless to happiness. They have been sanctified all through the actions of someone else, Jesus Christ, who did the work for them. After all, one's crushing always gives rise to something wonderful in someone else's life. Jesus was the first, and we know, oh Lord, Jesus was the first, and we now follow his example, okay? So just like Jesus had to go through a crushing process, he did it to help other people. Our crushing is going to help other people. It's not just for us, okay? It's not just for us. We have to be crushed so we can be um, able and prepared, okay, to help other people, okay? Because we're all here for a specific purpose. We have to do God's will in our life, okay? So if he's if he is crushing you, believe me, it's for a reason. There is something that he wants you to do, something that you have been created to do, okay? Oh boy, let's see, let's see, let's see. Okay, a couple more, well, a few more paragraphs and then we'll be done. Okay, Jesus took for us what we would never be able to handle on our own. But the master was not content with just saving us. No, he wishes for us to be like him so that we would be intimate and commune with him and though he bore the punishment for all of our transgressions and sin he and he endeavored to take us through the process of preparing us for the face-to-face meeting we would have with the father hence our crushing okay what is on the other side of your crushing what is on the other side of the wilderness those are the questions that i put here in my notes what is on the other side of your crushing Uh, on the other side of your wilderness okay because if you're going through this there's something better on the other side okay so we just want to keep in the same mindset okay this may hurt now but it's going to look and be better when we get past this when we get through this okay back in the book no more process no more delay you have direct access 
You may struggle to see yourself as God's holy wine now, and that's understandable. But the truth of the matter is that you are not what and who you used to be. You are not what you did. You are not your lack. You are not what people have labeled you to be. And God will continue confronting you to make you understand who you are. Let me talk on this right here. Okay. I struggled for a long time. Okay. Now, if you guys have listened to my previous podcast, you you know I've been um, in a 12-year journey, okay, of being single, okay? And a lot of that time was my crushing season and my wilderness season, okay? And I used to be the type person where um, I would have to hear um, from other people, you know, do I look okay? Does this fit me? Does, you know, what I should do this and that. It's like, I, you know, um, I can't think of the word, what they call it. I think it was codependent, something like that. Okay. And it would bother me if someone would say, Oh yeah, I don't like that. Or yeah, you don't look right with this. And Oh, I don't, I don't see you doing that. And no, I don't think God can do that. It's like, you know, that kind of stuff would set me back. It would, you know, stop me in my tracks and I had a problem with that. I, that's something that I had to be delivered from. That was something that was part of my crushing process. Okay, getting away from that. Because it's like, if God has told you to do something, you need to do it. Okay? You know, you you may get some confirmations, but if anyone is talking against what he has said, then yes. That, that's something that needs to be worked on. And that's something that I had to go through. Um... You know, I had people in my life that told me I would never be anything. You know, nobody was going to want me. I had to get outside of that type of thinking. I had to stop letting my mind go back to them things. You know, when I was trying to do other stuff. You know, when I was, um, you know, wanting to remain single and work on whatever I had to work on. You know, I would go back like, oh, you know, nobody's going to want me. But I had, look, I could care less. I got to a point where I could care less if nobody wanted me because God wanted me okay God loved me that's how I got to start loving myself when I realized that God loved me okay that was enough for me you know it wasn't always that way but that's something that I had to go through I had something I had to deal with something I had to be delivered from that was part of my crushing season my crushing process okay that's something that I had to deal with I had to go through and like I said everyone's situation is different they meant that may not be your story that was mine Okay, among other stuff, it has so much stuff that I had to deal with and go through. And like I said, everyone's process is different. Twelve years is a long time, and I, I think I got comfortable because I was good. I was, I got, oh Lord, yeah. Let me, let me get back into the books. I would just keep rambling on about that. Okay, so when God sees you, He sees you as perfect. When God's eyes rest on you, He doesn't see you and what, see who and what you used to be. Instead, he sees a fully developed you in Christ. He sees a righteous you. In the Bible, we're told that we are the righteousness of God in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.21 And that in this world, we are his. Okay? We are as he is. 1 John 4.17 God's word tells the truth about who you are, so believe it. Okay? Now, like I said, there was people that was trying to, you know, switch it on up know make me not believe good things about me always trying to tell me negative stuff 
but I had to get to where I was believing what God was saying, okay? And these are questions, or these are my, my little notes I have here. Does your new life scare you, okay? Is, and I'm asking a question, like, is that why many retreat back to old territory? Because it's familiar. You know, we can get used to stuff, and we don't want to step into a new territory. Like, you know, I like being here. I like being comfortable, okay? I don't want to go over there. You know, so that's just how some people are. You know, it's, it gets like that. You know, it's, it's fearful because you don't know. But this is the thing. If God is doing something, it's, it's good. It's going to be better. Okay. So we just have to remember that. Yes, this, you know, new territory can be scary. You know, you may get some thoughts about going back. Like, let me go back here. No. Okay, move forward. Back to the book. Just think about it. The ramifications of walking in the faith we profess are immense. Addictions and perversions would be gone in a flash. Some people would lose over 30 pounds and have all types of diseases completely expelled from their bodies. You cannot afford to miss this point. Walking in the full measure of the faith doesn't mean you won't encounter problems and setbacks, but it does mean that you will eventually rise above them. Living your life and what Christ has done in you and for you changes your entire existence because Jesus has already changed your entire existence. Okay, let me tell you now, 12 years later, I don't care what people think about me okay if somebody come and try and tell me something negative like oh god ain't tell you to do that i would look look, look look you know it's like no i'm sorry if somebody come and tell me like oh that don't look good on you well i like it okay oh i don't like your hair like that well i like it you know i don't want to hear nothing negative it's like when people come with, me with something negative it just bounces off of me i can't receive the negative stuff anymore Okay, I, I'm not built that way anymore. I've gone through that crushing season. Okay, it, it can't. It, I'm sorry. There's just some things that I'm not willing to accept anymore in my life, and that's one of them. If you have something negative to say, just keep it to yourself. That's how I am. You know, if you can't find something to say positive, you can't uh, give me something that's going to um, uplift me, keep it to yourself. Okay, now constructive criticism, okay, that, that's cool. If you're going to say, okay, you know, this right here, um, I see you could do it like this. And I think that would be, doing, you know, make it a little bit better. That's different. But if you're just outwardly, outright come and say, oh, no, I don't like that. And you're not offering anything, then yeah, keep it. That's yours. Okay. Um, let me see, let me see. Yeah, I did that. Okay. And it says this, and we're going to be stopping after this, you guys. And I thank you guys for listening. You must accept this truth because God is more than satisfied with the wine he has produced in you. He is elated with how you have turned out, keeping a cask unto himself as a trophy proudly displayed in his personal winery. But he has a plan for the rest of your bottled vintage that entails you being offered to the world as a sign for what he wants to do with other grapes, okay? So if people <clears throat> see you 
go through a bad time, a crushing season, because they don't know as you're being crushed. They just look like, oh, she going through it. They don't know you're being crushed, okay? If they see you come out this thing, they like, oh, okay. I didn't know what what, what, what she went through. What, who helped her get through this? I, I could see on the outside. I could see she was all messed up, okay? What did she do to get to this point? Who helped her? Because whoever helped her, you know, because they're going to go through something themselves. And they're going to remember like, oh, yeah, I remember back then when so-and-so was going through this and she came out the sparkling clean. I need to talk with her. Okay. So our crushing, okay, our wilderness season is going to help somebody else. Somebody else is going to go be going through a process and they're going to want to know how did you get through it? How did I get through it? We're able to tell them how we did that. And it's only because of God, okay? So you have his power within you. You have full access to all the riches in Christ. He wants you to offer hope to those being crushed and struggling to understand. He wants to work through you to confront, oh Lord. He wants to work through you to comfort, why can't I read today? Comfort the desolate, heal the sick, strengthen the weak and reveal the light of his love in a dim world you are god's trophy and he wants to show you off look y'all that is chapter 13 of the book crushing i could not wait to get home to share this chapter chapter with you guys okay and i read this chapter in one day and it's all that i'm sorry so if you're thinking about the book get the book it's worth it okay it is worth it. This is a, a nice book. I have liked the chapters thus far. We got two more chapters to go. And I'm telling you, each chapter, it just gets better and better. I'm telling you. Okay? And the book is crushing. God turns po- pressure into power. Okay? You're crushing. Is going, he's going to press stuff out of you. Okay? But when you come out of it... Okay, you're going to be powerful. Can't nobody tell, like I'm telling you, can't nobody come at me with no negative stuff. Okay, they're going to get a crazy look probably. They're going to get a little smirk from me. Like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You just don't know. Okay, look, y'all, I want to thank you for listening. My faithful podcast listeners, you guys are awesome and amazing. Okay, um thank you thank you thank you thank you again this is chapter 13 of the book crushing by td jakes um what did i title this what was the title of this again i am so sorry let me see what oh it's time to talk with god okay so if you are being good have that if you have been going through a crushing season a wilderness season okay it's time to talk with god if you haven't already been talking with him, talk with them, okay? Don't hang up the towel. Do not put this on a back burner. Don't resort back to previous behaviors or previous situations because going forward seems uh, scary, okay? I've been there. I've told you. I didn't know what I was going to come out to be through those 12 years. I didn't know. Okay, and you know, I, I told you it didn't even take that long. Uh, it didn't. 
it was a few years but I got to a point where I wanted to continue okay I wanted to continue getting better I wanted to continue um you know going through like once I got over one thing and we worked through that thing I said okay what else God what else is in me that I need to get out what else are you trying to pull out of me so it doesn't stay there dormant just waiting to come up when I'm you know doing something that you have called me to do let's deal with these things now okay I was committed to the process at first I told you at first I was like ooh, you know but as I got into it as I, I saw the changes starting to happen I was like let's do this God I'm ready okay I've been on the other side I, I saw what I was back then. I saw what I was going through back then. I said, you know, I'm, I'm ready for something good in my life. I'm ready to get to that next level. What is that next level? What do I got to do to get there? Okay. So I was on it. I was like, you know what? I don't want to go back to that old stuff. I don't. It wasn't doing me any good. It just kept me into it, into that, you know, that pit, that sunken place. And I wanted to get up out of there. Okay. So some of us, we will just take that thing head on. Like, okay, God, I'm here. Let's do it. That's where I want you guys to get at. If you are going through a crushing season, if you know anybody that's going through a crushing season, encourage them. Okay, if you have been through it, you know what you had to go through. You know what the experience was. If you've already made it out, look. Look, 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 look. It's not a bad thing. On the other side of all that stuff, is a better season a better level your next level okay you get to have a seat at the table with God he's gonna look at you like daughter son okay at first yes this was a hard time yes you had to get used to it but look at where we're at right now there is more where I want to take you to okay but you have to trust me I trust him Okay, because I know what he has already brought me through. I know what he has already delivered me from. Okay, and it was some pretty bad stuff, let me tell you. Okay, but I'm still here. I'm still standing. And I'm here to do whatever God has placed in my life to do. Whatever he has put me here to do. That's what I want to do. And this is one of the things, starting this podcast, okay? This is one of the things that he has assigned me to do. And I'm enjoying doing this podcast, okay? It helps me to get more comfortable talking. I may not be in front of a group of people, um, you know, stand up in front of a room of folks, but this is just helping me, you know, get used to speaking and, you know, just doing what God has told me to do, okay? So again, I thank you guys for listening. I'm trying to get back... um, not to I don't want to you know go another two or three weeks before I get you guys chapter 14 so we'll see if I could get it to you maybe sometime before the week is out early next week I'll do my best but again I know I already thanked you guys but I am just so thankful for you guys I so appreciate you guys listening I so appreciate you guys clicking on that link if you're getting this off of Instagram I thank you if you're getting off of Facebook thank you um if you're just going through anchor you know because they have us do the hashtags if you're just clicking somewhere in anchor and you've gotten to this podcast i thank you okay i appreciate you and i just pray that this podcast 
you know listen to the previous ones as well i just pray that these podcasts are a blessing to you guys and it's helping you through whatever times you're going through okay so again thank you i will be back with chapter 14 and you know some other podcasts as stuff comes up to me okay so have a awesome rest of your week an amazing weekend and i will be talking to you guys shortly